inspired by the Canadian Federation of the Blind. Outlook, a show about accessibility, advocacy, and equality. I'm Brian. And I'm Carrie. And we're two siblings who happen to be blind. Outlook. Radio Western. And good morning. Happy Monday to you. Happy May, everyone. Hello, Brian. Hello, hello. How are you today, Care? Oh, busy weekend. Yes, I was just back visiting family. Well, Carrie, we're family as well, but I was back. We were hanging out in Toronto on Saturday. Yeah. And uh, back in Woodstock yesterday at your place. And yeah, just a super busy weekend, so. Yeah. But this is our first show of May, 2022. Oh, yeah, that is correct. And guess what I'm wearing on my feet? I don't know. I have our niece and nephew. Oh, I do know. An, our niece and nephew on my feet, Max and Sophia. I am wearing a pair of socks that um, our older brother got made with his children's pictures for his wife, which didn't work out for her to have them, so they gave them to me. So I get to walk <laughs> around now with my niece and nephew and my pictures on my feet. There you go. Very cool. I like it. But let's get on to our guests today because we got four of them. Yeah, we have four guests. So this is a this is a full full show, full house today, I guess, if you want to want to use that term. Yeah, thanks for listening this morning everybody and thanks to our guests today. We're excited to have some conversation or I guess banter with these guests. Um, but yeah. Yes, lots of banter today and uh <laughs> Another podcast, so we uh, it's really great when we can we can find guests that also have a show because um, you know it's it's good to have both both guests who aren't used to doing a show and are uh, you never know kind of sometimes know what you're going to get so mm-hmm. but in, in this situation you know you're going to get people who are comfortable talking on the mic and aren't nervous and uh, are are ready to to banter so <laughs> so the show is called AT Banter. Yes, it's the AT Banter Podcast, and we found out about this show just about a year ago now, actually, is when I heard about it the first time. Care, is that when you heard about it as well? Yes. One of the four guests today was a speaker at our, uh, the conference we had last year, and uh, talking about technology and the business he has, but uh, then I guess the podcast got mentioned, and so we checked it out in this last year, and we'd love to talk to you, the... The uh, wonderful hosts of, of uh, this sh- this awesome yeah, so podcast. It AT reminds Banter. me of ours. It's like advocating for inclusivity, diversity, and better accessibility for the world we live in. Which yeah, yeah, it's very similar to kind of the overall. That's what we're trying to do here. Mandate that we have for our show, and uh, you can find them at atbanter.com. And uh, yeah, they've been around way back before we we were a thing, back in. Uh, 2016, back in May, May the 27th of 2016 was their first their first show. So they're way ahead of us as, as far as that goes. But that's that's just great. It's just so awesome to find the more podcasts talking about disability and accessibility and all of these issues, uh, the better. So good on them for for doing what they do. Do you want to go in order here? Introduce our guests. I can go first. Yes, that sounds that sounds good to me. So our guests from AT Banter are Rob. We didn't get him to say his last name. It's Mino, I think. Mino? You can ask him, I guess. Hi, Rob. Hello, and good morning. And yes, uh, Mino is uh, is correct. Mino, okay. Mino. You're first on our list, but uh, our next guest is Ryan Fleury. Hi, Ryan. Good morning. Hello. Thanks for being here today. Then we have Steve Barclay. Hi. Thanks so much for having us on. Hi. And then we have Liz Malone, and she is the, the most recent addition to uh, the AT Banter podcast. Welcome, Liz, to Outlook Thank today. you. Thank you. I like to consider myself more of a hostage. <laughs> okay. That sounds good. That sounds good to, good to me. Yeah. That's how you ended up here, huh? <laughs> Hogtied and dragged in and, and, and still haven't found the escape hatch, so. Well, if you could find somebody who would give us money for you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Nobody's Nobody answering. wants me. Nobody's answering the Just ransom. No stick, one. Sticks around and eats all our food. <laughs> well, we've we talked about food a lot. Yeah. Well, you're not alone, I'm sure, on that one. 
it's this topic we want to tr- try and cover a bit more on Outlook is is food and cooking in particular. And I know you've had some a few a few guests on um, talking about that subject. So that's uh, definitely uh, something that most people, pretty much everyone, can can relate to. So food, yeah, yeah. So we'll move on then to to Steve Barclay, and he's the founder of Canadian Assistive Technology. And that's uh, right. So, uh, yeah, so maybe a little bit then a background on, just a little bit of background, Steve, on your, on your tech from the past and, uh, and where you're at today with uh, Canadian Assistive Tech and where people can find, find that. Well, Ryan, Ryan, Rob, and I were all products of a uh, of a company called uh, Aroga Technologies that that uh, went under a few years back. And when that company went under, uh, we found ourselves kicking around, wondering what we were going to do. And we all decided we didn't want to leave the industry. So uh, I, I founded uh, Canadian Assistive Technologies, and we kind of picked up our shorts and carried on. Uh, so we've been doing that now for uh, about four years now. And uh, yeah, it's going going quite well. We're uh, specializing mostly in low vision and blindness equipment, but we also do some equipment for physical disabilities as well as for augmentative communication. Uh, so we've branched out in some different different areas. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's it's going well at this point. Uh, day day before yesterday was year end for the company, and uh, I think we grew about forty uh, percent this year. Oh wow! Congrats. That's that's amazing, and people should definitely check you out. And I love your web your website. So maybe if you want to let people know how they could reach out if they are interested in and looking at all the amazing products that you offer through uh, Canadian Assistive Tech. Sure. Yeah, the website. Uh, I uh, <laughs> I had to abbreviate the company, and uh, there's there's very few ways not to do it rudely. So uh, it is canastech.com so it's c-a-n-a-s-s-t-e-c-h.com and that always gives me a lot of humor when people try and spell it out for me because they do everything they can to not say the (laughs) A-S-S part it's hysterical (laughs) but they remember it yeah it's very memorable for sure so that's a a great uh, marketing plan there to have that as your website and people should definitely go check out, uh, out your business and I saw in your bio online it says you um, you hope to have finally cracked your lifelong dream to understand the molecular structure of Jello. I love when bios <laughs> really go for it. Yeah, I do that <laughs> recently when I had to write one for a writing workshop I'm doing, and it's like just say some fun stuff. Why not? Yeah, because some bios are just kind of quite dry. generic, right? So it's good to, and that's the thing I found about listening to your show the past years. You guys just have so many interesting little, all, it's all the banter, I guess, that really makes the show yeah. not so serious. And, and that's what we try to do with Outlook too, right? Is to, because we talk about very serious topics as you guys do as well. And, you know, it's good to balance that out with, um, with, with some humor and some, some uh, silly stuff just to, just to keep people interested and not to keep things a downer all the time, so... I'm just trying to think of how many years we've been insulting each other now between... Because, Ryan, how long have we worked together now? Since 2000, so 22 years. 22 years, holy smokes. Wow. There's been a lot of insults flung in that time. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there has. <laughs> Doing my best to try to catch up. <laughs> yeah. I've got a lot of work to do, Liz. <laughs> what you're, it mu- you're natural. <laughs> what it must be like to come into it later, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot of ground to cover, so... Yeah. So how about you, Rob? Uh, what's your involvement, uh, like your position with the company? And um, tell us a bit about yourself. I guess you, you told us you are blind. Oh, no, Rob, you're not. Sorry, I'm on no, the right. Rob. I know from your bio that you're uh, handsome and charming. You're the handsome and charming yes. one? Huh. That's right. And I write all the bios uh, on the website. So, <laughs> oh, so you wrote me. Uh, <laughs> no, I didn't write Steve. No, I no. Oh. Um, Yeah, no. So I've been, uh, so I came on board Aroga Technologies and, and sort of met uh, Ryan and Steve um, around, I guess, I think it was 2002. So again, you know, we've all worked together for quite a while and, um, you know, and I still do um, uh, help out. Um, with uh, Canadian Assistive Technology um, sort of on a part-time basis, but I actually moved on to um, my, my full-time gig now is, is working with a small nonprofit um, here in Vancouver called Blind Beginnings. Uh, and we support um, uh, blind and partially sighted youth and kids and their families. 
So I've sort of moved into a, a communications position there uh, as well as, and, and so, you know, Canadian assistive technology and the podcast are, are now sort of my, my side gig that keep me out of trouble otherwise. <laughs> Yes, we we um, we're familiar with Blind Beginnings, and we haven't had uh, Sean Mar- Sean Marsuli is the uh, director of the company, but uh, we will hopefully have her on sometime this year. Definitely in the future, it's another amazing amazing company. People definitely yeah. look up Blind Beginnings. Yeah, love it. And then we have Ryan Fleury, technical support and sales. And I read that you're loving, lovingly nicknamed Pinball. So much in the in these bios for people to find. Yeah. So uh. yeah. let us know what the Pinball story is. Well, Pinball, I believe, came about because being totally blind and in the office environment, I wouldn't use my cane. So I'd walk until I hit a table or a wall and then bounce off and go in the other <laughs> direction, just like a pinball. <laughs> yep. And it stuck. Well, nice. I use... I used to have an office with a uh, with a glass uh, section leading into it, and Ryan would every now and then walk up to it and, and pound right into it, and then he'd <laughs> bounce off and go, caw! <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it's like a bird. Yeah. Oh, bird hit the window the again. Yeah. Yep. Cracked me up every time. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. And I hear that, uh, Ryan, you're also an avid audiophile and musician. You're a musician as well. I'm also a, a musician. And we'd heard the, we'd read the term. We actually, we, we sat down on the weekend. We went through your entire feed and read all of the episode descriptions. And, and just to kind of get, get, feel for, get a feel for all the guests that you've had, because I really want to check out all of these episodes. But, you know, there's only so much time in a day and there's so much out there that it's, it takes a while to get through 285 shows. But um, indeed, the the term that we heard in the uh, read in the earlier descriptions, I didn't see as many much in the later ones. Was the guitar dungeon, and I was wondering where that came from. And I uh, had a feeling it had something to do with music, and and you, uh, somebody's interested in music. But uh, yeah, so down here in my basement is the guitar dungeon, and I've got a wall of guitars and basses and instruments. And Steve, I think it was you, wasn't it? You or or Rick that came up with that term? Oh, I don't I don't recall. Yeah. Yeah, I think it goes way back. But yeah, this is my music room. I've got my, you know, my home theater down here, the instruments, amplifiers, you name it. It's it's the guitar dungeon. Nice. Now, do you are you in any bands or anything or do you do recording or what's what sort of music are you? Uh... Yeah, I yeah, I'm not in any bands, but I do I do some recording. I I do consider myself a bit of a singer-songwriter. Um, you know, Rob, Steve, myself and and some friends have have put together some songs and audio described music video, um, which, you know, shameless plug, you can find at whitecanerecords.com. Oh. Awesome. We'll look it up. Mm-hmm. And I know that you also go way back with, uh, with Steve and, and Rob as well then. I do. I lost my sight in 1995 in a car accident. And about 1997 is when I got my first computer with a screen reader called Jaws for Windows. And that was all through Steve and Aroga Technologies. And story is that I was a pretty high level support customer and Steve figured it was probably easier just to hire me than to keep fielding my phone calls. And so in 2000, I started with Steve at Aroga and haven't looked back since. Great. And we talk a lot about different ways people lose their sight or go blind. Uh, obviously, Brian was born with light perception and nothing's changed for him, but uh, that's not the same for everybody. And, and sometimes it happens through an accident, uh, as in your case there. 1995, that's a long time ago, though. Yeah, it's quite a while ago now. It is. Yeah, thank goodness we have the technology we have today because I don't know if I'd want to go back to the dark ages. Yeah, that's kind of what it felt like. Yeah, I don't know. Like, Obviously, we won't get too into it, but what kind of... Do you have what do you have recall from back in that time in 1995? Do you have any like those those years? Obviously, it's a, it's a bit of a tough adjustment. I was going to talk later about an episode you guys did more recently with the comedian who just lost lost his vision. I thought that episode was really great and really interesting uh, to to listen yeah. to because it's one of those things. Like Carrie pointed out, I've been born with with light perception, but for you know all purposes, I'm practically blind. Um, so it's always been like that for me. So it's something that, to think about, you know, when you lose it a bit later in life and how you adjust to that. Yeah, for me personally, you know, I, I lost my sight living here in British Columbia. All my family's back in Alberta. So my support network were my, my friends 
Um, I wasn't going to go back to living with my family in Alberta. And so, you know, I had great support, but, you know, there's that whole grieving process. There's the anger process you go through. What am I going to do? How am I going to do it? Um, you know, the CNB was great back then at the time for me. Um, got me some orientation mobility skills, some braille training, hooked me up with a mentor as well, who was also a bit of a musician. So, you know, I, I think that that really allowed me to come through that anger, that grief, pull up my socks, kind of get an idea of what it is I'm, I'm going to do, what I want to do. Um, and then, you know, just, just carry on. You know, technology-wise, you know, I still have some of the technology I had in 1997, like a Braille and Speak 2000, which I'm sure Steve can recall quite clearly. I had a Braille and Speak as well back in the day, yeah. so. Yes. Yeah, it still Love works, it. too, so. Wow, I don't even know where mine true. went, but uh, it'd be <laughs> wild to see one again. <laughs> yeah, tried and true, but, you know, you know, Windows has pretty much been Windows. Screen readers haven't really changed a whole lot. They've evolved to a certain degree, of course, as the industry evolves, but... Um, you know, we've got our smartphones now, right? We didn't have smartphones in the 90s, and we've got all that computing power in, in the palm of our hands, so... Yeah, we had, there were giant, know. giant brick cell phones in the 90s. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Cellular phones. Yeah, I took until so 20, definitely a different time. 2012 to get my, my iPhone, so I was pretty slow on the, the smartphones now, but uh, now I don't, right. wouldn't turn back, but... Um, no. Yeah, and that's what it allows us to do with this technology, and it does make it easier than it was even 30 years ago. Totally. Yeah, it really does. You know, having access to your contacts, your email, you know, you can use your voice to make a phone call. Um, yeah, it's, just, it's, it's changed the landscape for sure. And what about our final guest, Brian? Do you want to? Oh, I thought maybe you were going to go because we were going back and forth, but uh, that's okay. So, yes, finally we have Liz Malone. And uh, you're a writer, a speaker, podcaster, advocate for disability and inclusion and diversity. So and many I things. Do dishes? <laughs> I was going to say, do you do them or do you break them or break them uh, when you I, do? Uh, I think it's kind of both, just like you said. It can happen. Do them when and you're... break them. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All the above. So you're calling in from where you were telling us before the yeah because we, everyone else here is from is calling in from from British Columbia that's that's correct right and uh, but yes. you're I, you're not quite in that area I don't think I'm the only one who does not know all the words to O Canada I think <laughs> so yeah so I, I I reside in North Carolina I'm representing the U.S. for Team AT Banter and uh, yeah so it's um, but I am on the East Coast which is which is nice so I'm not. Uh, Kicking the morning crusties out of the corner of my eye at the moment, so <laughs> <laughs> like my other like my other friends here. <laughs> yes, again, thank you for coming on Outlook and coming on first thing Monday morning so early for you guys out there. Yeah, we really do appreciate it because you know we do both. We do pre-records and some some episodes that aren't live, but I just love live radio and the spontaneity of that. So really great to have you guys up up on a, a Monday morning here and then coming on the show. But I thought maybe we should quickly mention too that the, this this dishes reference. Yeah. So you have another another podcast, is is that right? I I do. Um, so I actually started my first podcast was Access Point, and I know Rob and I we we were kind of going back and forth about who had the podcast, who had their podcast first. So I think <laughs> mine came first. <laughs> you know, we, gotta, we decided. I don't know. Well, uh, let me tell you, mine was be, my, I moved to North Carolina in 2016, and my podcast was probably at least a year and a half, two years before that. So, all right, fine. Yeah. Mm. So, <laughs> part of the, uh, you know, we always have to jab a little bit. Yeah, you got to figure who's first. Who's the who's, who's the first? first one, yeah. yeah. So, so I, that was my first podcast, and back then, when when you podcasted, they did not exist as as um, available as they are today. I, I mean, you couldn't get all these streaming services and syndicated programs and everything like that and feeds. So I had to start out on SoundCloud and I think AT Banter started on SoundCloud. That's how we started too, actually. Yeah. <laughs> and we were a little slow. And you, had to, and you had to really work social media to pump out your content in order to, you know, get, get it, uh, get it out there. And so, so that was my first run. And, um, and then I kind of had some life changes and everything. And, and then, uh, so I started doing my next podcast, which is much more of a passion project, which is called Breaking Dishes. And 
if there aren't as many episodes out there right at this moment, it's really just when I can do it. Um, but it was, I think the, the last podcast was when Ryan came knocking on my door, figuratively. <laughs> and um, so I think it was, and, I, and I'll let Ryan, you, you can kind of take over, but, you know, Ryan reached out to me and said, uh, hey, we're, you know, we're, here's our podcast. We're up in Canada. Um, I've been, we've been looking to add a new voice to our show. Kind of found you out. So I'll listen to your breaking dishes, listen, listen to your access point and, um, and let's see if, uh, if we can come together and create some new magic. So. Very cool. Yeah, we definitely want, we definitely wanted a female voice on the podcast and somebody who had some podcasting experience as well, who had a, a diverse background as and, you know, it would, it would make the show better, bring some different viewpoints to the conversations as well. And so, you know, Rob and I discussed it for a little while and I did some online searching and stuff. And finally, like Liz said, you know, reached out to her and, you know, she, she thought about it for a little bit and here she is. <laughs> the rest, get, as they say, is history. I'm still getting my meals from them slid underneath the door. So, you know. <laughs> Right, the duct tape is still working. So it's, somehow, <laughs> but I keep getting uh, 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 just off the corner of my mouth, just enough to get a couple jabs in, and then make it make some sort go. of signal to let us know if you really need help. <laughs> <laughs> so you said a passion project then for breaking dishes. What what is it? What is that about for you? Or what was that before you came came up about um, at banter? Well, so disability advocacy has always been my my big passion. And once I started podcasting about it and doing more advocacy work and trying to be a, a something of a voice as much as I could on social media and then joining AT Banter, it's it's become my disability advocacy has become less of a passion project but much more of a mission. And so my breaking dishes really kind of filled that void of expressing the things that I don't get to do in disability advocacy and start to talk more about a lot more about like race, my, my adoption, my, I'm an actually an international um, adoptee, family relations, certain things that, you know, I can relate to um, as a, um, as a, as a woman who sort of checks multiple boxes. Um, I'm also here in North Carolina involved with, um, with the LGBTQIA plus community. So it, it kind of has given me this outlet to cover all the things outside of disability advocacy, but really do fall into disability, I'm sorry, diversity and inclusion that, um, so I can, I, I, you know, I guess I'm feeling much more well-rounded in that sense. Hmm. Yeah, we we have the same thought with this show is that it started out with for one reason and mostly it's a blindness theme but we are we have expanded it to disability chronic illness mental health and i i can't help um i know how lucky i am to have this platform and to have a voice that some people st stumble across or or make a time to listen to each week and uh so i want to be i can't help speaking about some of the other things that i'm seeing going on that, that have to do with intersectionality of of people and like you say there so yeah i get that mm -hmm. Yeah, and I've definitely noticed that with with the AT Banter podcast, especially recently, where the, the, you're covering so many topics on on all of these issues, the, all these these points with with diversity and inclusion and and pronouns and all of these important things that you know they all fall into these these things that just aren't talked about enough, and and they need to be consistently talked about, and people need to continue to learn and 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 educate on all of these topics and have discussions. So it's it's really great to see more and more podcasts incorporating all of these things because it's great to talk about blindness and you know Carrie and I here but also both blind but it's good to good to mix it up and we also want to learn more about other disabilities as well so mm -hmm. they're much better shows we started out being in the assistive technology industry thinking let's do an assistive technology podcast while well, we quickly realized that there were other people who could do a much better job of that than we could and slowly have been evolving the show over the years to encompass more of a disability lens, right? Um, a more diverse lens. And, you know, here we are six years later and the show is still going and the show is getting better. Yeah, we recently heard an episode with Kelly, uh, Kelly and Company, both Kelly and Ramya uh, from 
AMI. Yeah, that was really neat. We've had we've had each of them on our show separately, but it was really cool to hear them both together on your show, and I thought that was a really great episode, a recent one you did. But actually, when we were talking about, you talked about the the early days of the show, and when we went through your, the feed there, we actually thought we should go back and listen to the very first episode. So we did hear, we heard your very first show, and it was just, it was interesting to hear, because yeah, it's, it's six years ago now, which is... A long time yeah. ago, and and I definitely got yeah. that feel. Like you guys still had your really cool that still the banter was still very prevalent in that episode, and, and in a good way. But it also did seem to definitely focus very very uh, widely on on technology, which you definitely still incorporate in. But I, I like how you mix it in with the episode. So you you know you'll have a guest on for your show, but then you'll still talk a little bit either, either at the beginning or sometimes when you when you when the guest leaves, you'll you'll finish up by sort of talking about a few things. So you're still kind of mixing that in but it's not specifically focused on that all the time. I don't think yeah, we that, can avoid it. We're all nerds. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Yeah, I mean, when we, when we, we first, um, you know, sat around and came up with the, with the idea of doing a podcast, it was really just, we, we did just want to focus uh, in on assistive technology. And we thought yeah, maybe we would do it once every, you know, month. Uh, we thought that, you know, given our track records, uh, we probably thought that we uh, it would last probably about uh, two months, and then and then we would move on to, to doing something else. So you know we're we're as surprised as anybody to be here, uh, getting ready to celebrate our, our sixth anniversary, and uh, and and still going on a weekly podcast. I mean, quite often we talk to other podcasters, and and when we tell them that it's a weekly podcast, they go, "Why would you do that? That's that's insane." <laughs> Because, because it, it is, it's, it's a lot of work. It's between finding guests and recording the show, editing the show, posting the show. Uh, yeah, it, it's, it's quite the schedule, but we quickly, we quick, quickly realized when we were uh, evolving the show within the first few months that it was so much more engaging and rewarding to be talking to people in the community um, or other organizations that were doing amazing work. It was so much more rewarding for us personally um, as well as as for the audience, than just talking about you know what is the, what the latest patch in Zoom text was was going to be. Yeah, well, I um, I I need podcasts like yours because you know we talk tech here sometimes, but I'm definitely not. Uh, very comfortable in all that. I sort of just follow Brian's and I, lead. And I'm, so. I'm I am quite good with tech, but at the same point, I'm also not the. T- and sometimes it's like you don't realize what you're missing until you get it and you're like oh I should have it's like with my phone for example you know I had the, my first iPhone for for seven years and it's like you get finally get a new one it's like wow this is such a so great but I took forever I was so stubborn to get a new one so I'm not I find like I don't keep up on on the new stuff as much as I probably should um, so it's good to have that out there but Carrie makes a point yeah we don't maybe talk about tech as much as we should so maybe in some ways the, the opposite of maybe what you were feeling at, in, at the beginning of uh, but in, in you guys show. are always tackling the trends and what's what's going on with screen readers and and um, Android versus Apple and you know Windows yeah I don't know if any of you are Apple people are still Android it sounded like in, in 2016 you guys weren't really fond too fond of Apple <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's been a love hate relationship. I think. Right. Uh, I mean, I was I was in, in the Apple ecosystem, as they say, for quite a while. But uh, I just got fed up with with the, the nonsense that that iTunes. Yeah. Uh, was that, and but that was early on. I, I hear that it's much better now. But uh, you know, so I made that switch over to Android. Um, but I mean, I don't know. The way that I, I personally look at it is that you know, it's all, it's all just personal preference. Um, I, I think that whatever you whatever you happen to whatever your choice is, I think, and, and it works for you. Power to you. Yeah, absolutely. So, for anyone who has been listening or who is just tuning in here, we are speaking with the AT Banter Podcast crew. We have Rob, Ryan, Steve, and Liz here today. You can find them at atbanter.com. We are going to take a quick break now on Outlook for some ads. Oh, my music started kind of strange there. There we go again. And we'll be right back with more discussion with AT Banter here today on Outlook. Outlook. Radio Western. And welcome back again to the second half of the program Outlook Today here on Radio Western. Uh, we uh, have been speaking with Brian, as, as you say, the crew from the podcast AT Banter. And that's at atbanter.com. 
Yes, this is uh, so much fun. There's so much to talk about, and it's great to have four, four, four people on the show at once. I, I love it. It keeps things moving along nicely. Yes, yeah, so we have been talking with uh, Rob and Ryan and Steve and Liz, and let's talk about the podcast more. Um, so as we said, we were going through some of the, the guests and stuff, and uh, so we saw some names uh, like Tom Decker, and I thought we'd start with him just because uh, we have a special connection with him um, with this show. Yeah, we actually had him on our um, first episode. Oh, sorry about that. My mic was a little out of position. Yeah, we had him on on one of our very early episodes of the show. And I'd known him from way back, actually, back in 2005 when I was getting into uh, some audio recording and he helped me out a bit with that. Um, but we had him on very early on in this show and we still didn't have a theme. And right after the show, I had told him I had Pro Tools at home and everything. And he's like, oh, I'd love to see it. So we went back to my apartment after and right away, instead of me, you know, spending the hour, a couple hours actually showing him how to use all this tech and stuff, he's like, wait, you have a MIDI keyboard here? Let me, uh, let me see what I can do. And he whipped up a theme for us in no time, played all the, all the parts the, on, the, on the keyboard, the bass, the, the synth, the drums and everything. And it just worked out so well. And it's so cool to have somebody who's also blind and, you know, we're all about incorporating disabilities and, and people with all sorts of, you know, whatever it may be in, in society and in so many activities. So it was just so great to have a uh, somebody who, like Tom, who is so, so well known in the, in the blind community to, to compose a theme for this show. And, uh, it's really great. So we, I haven't actually heard the episode that w where you guys had him on your show, but, uh, it's one I definitely want to check out. Yeah. Tom's a great guy. And, uh, he's, uh, of course, sorely, sorely missed by the community, uh, right across the country. Every, he, he's touched so many lives right across the country. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was quite, quite a, quite a heavy thing when we heard that. Yeah. But um, we are so grateful to him always for... Rest in power, for sure. Thanks for giving us this theme for Outlook. Um, so I guess the nice thing about your guys' show is that now there are four of you. Uh, and I know you often switch up and you have guest hosts and different people who come and go and who've been before and come back, which is, that's a good sign, I guess, that uh, <laughs> must be fun being on not your show and engaging in the banter. Um I guess, Rob, do you want to tell us maybe about what it's like now having, I mean, you were saying what it's like to get one of these put together every week, but the fact that you there's four of you, how does that sort of get split up so that the tasks are maybe less daunting when there's more of you? Well, oh, geez. Well, you know, and, and that's that's certainly evolved too. I think mainly Ryan, Ryan a lot of the times will uh, sort of be our, our guest wrangler, I guess. He does all the scheduling and everything. Um, you know, Steve uh, is Steve's our face. Steve's uh, you know uh, helps make some of the a lot of the the um, back end stuff happen, and uh, I do a lot of the uh, the editing, and uh, I kind of help run the show once the mics come on. And uh, and Liz, Liz, of course, is is uh, she's running all our social media feeds, so she has sort of her piece to do as well. So um, yeah, it's there. There is a bit of a division of labor, um, and it's it's still evolving, and, and it really just changes based on uh, everybody's schedule from uh, week to week. Because you know, it, it it when you're doing a weekly podcast, then you have a, a full time gig as well. Uh, yeah. You know, it can time can be a real sensitive topic. Mm -hmm. But as I well, said, well, we used to. Oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry, Carrie. Okay. I was just going to say, you know, when it comes to booking the guests, we used to be pretty willy nilly about when we could get guests because we just wanted a guest each week. But we've pretty much firmed down now that we want guests Mondays or Tuesdays. And if they can't make it, then we'll look further down the road and see if we can get them on. It makes scheduling so much easier, especially with four of us. I do find that because I'm the, usually the scheduler, and Brian's um, wanting to do, you know break that up a bit. But you know, if if you give too many options and and it's you don't have a set thing, yeah, it's like you could go forever back and forth. It, it does help to have some some boundaries set aside there and know where your where your the lines are and where the boundary is for things. Yeah, and I mean, it is a lot of coordinating, like like you're saying there, to have assigned certain tasks to certain people. And sometimes, like Carrie was saying there, we overlap a little bit. But I'm, you know, 
in charge of a lot of the technical stuff. When we do the pre-records, I'm doing all the editing and Pro Tools and stuff. And then when we're in the studio here, I'm operating the board and all the all this stuff. Whereas Carrie does tend to do a lot more of the of the booking. But we're trying to do a bit of. Um, I'm trying to help out a little bit with that. And then kind of goes the same for when we're prepping for the shows for notes. We do a bit of both. But uh, it's just interesting, yeah, to, to find another show and hear what what your process is like. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, it's interesting. Though, you know, I don't even really remember. I don't think it was a. I don't think it was a decision that we ever sat down and made where we were, it was going to be a weekly show. Um, I think it just kind of fell into that. And, you know, early on, our, our biggest concern was just finding people that would, that would come on the show and talk to us. We thought that that would be a, a real challenge, but what we really quickly found is that almost everybody that we asked to come on, uh, did. Um, people people are always willing to to come on, especially if it's a member of the the community or if it's if it's another organization, because that's something else that we really really find a lot of value in doing is bringing on organizations that are, are really unsung heroes in the community that are doing amazing work that never don't really have a platform to really talk about themselves with, and so we we love having. Uh, organizations on like that and nine times out of ten you you ask somebody to to send somebody on to talk about their organization and they'll say yes in a heartbeat so you know that that weekly podcast schedule is really more about just there's so many people to talk to and there's so many organizations to spotlight that uh you just a, a weekly podcast seemed to be the the right fit yeah i think that's you bring you talked earlier about the, the whole thing about it being a week and every week. And that is a big point where I think some people are like, oh, it's just you're talking in front of microphones. It's no big deal. But it really is a lot of work. And to keep it up weekly is is, a, is quite the task to, to, to tackle. So, and I think another point, Kara, that I really like is this whole thing about, oh, I don't know if anyone's going to want to come on our show. They won't be interested in that. We had that discussion a bit last night, Kara, with some stuff. And it's, I think that, that we've felt that same way too, but generally speaking, or sometimes we're like, oh, we're going to run out of guests, but that's never going to happen, I don't think. <laughs> no. And we haven't even had enough, like too many of our guests on multiple times. And that's another thing we want to start doing too, is having some updates and having people on more than once as well. Because there's always so much to talk about. An hour even isn't quite enough time generally, so. <laughs> right. Yes, but you, like I say, you you all sort of divide things. And then also when it comes to doing the actual show, you know, some weeks one of you is unable to be there or for, from, for sickness as the pandemic brought us all into or or, or for work or for what it might Sometimes be. it sounds like Steve's off doing mysterious things or you guys don't always reveal or you don't know where he is or you make <laughs> some jokes about that. That's right. <laughs> uh, I'm a secret agent part-time. <laughs> Didn't cover that earlier. In the- awesome. <laughs> But yeah, so then like the rest of you can sort of host that week or one of you or two of you or, you know. Yeah, we haven't done a ton of that, Kara, right? Like I think there was a, at least one or two that you did on your own. I don't, I've never done one one of these on my own yet. There's only two of us. It's a little different maybe if you have three or four. It but. is, yeah. Plus I, you know, I, I try to learn the equipment, but Brian's the equipment guy. And without him, <laughs> I'm not going to get on air unless I get some help. Um, but he's well, never done without me, without me, so. Well, and I know like I've hosted one episode of our podcast and I'm not a natural conversationalist. And if you listen to the shows, you can hear that Rob has just a natural ability, that conversational ability to listen to a, a guest go off in their in, in that tangent or pick up on a point that, you know, some of us have missed. And, and Liz is the same as well. You know, she'll come to the show with her notes and then sometimes, you know, we just throw the notes out and go in a whole different direction. So, yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, because I think that, that format-wise, it, it was always important to us to, to not, like when we bring a guest on, we didn't want it to feel like an interview. We didn't want to just have a bunch of questions that we've given them in advance and then we just go through the list. We really mm-hmm. wanted to, to, to be able to, to have it fluid and, and be able to have it more conversational and to go off in tangents and heck, you know, at times just be silly, which is honestly, that's what all of us are kind of the best at anyways. Um, but, but, you know, it, it's that, I, I feel like, for, especially for a podcast, that, that conversational flow and, and to be able to sort of just take a conversation wherever it goes is a lot more engaging for the audience. And, and I think it's a little bit um, funner for us as well. 
Yeah. I completely agree. And I think that's something that we're, we try to do too, is make it feel very natural and having a conversation because, yeah, there's there's no fun in just straight up question, 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 question. It just doesn't have the same natural flow. And that's also why when you talk about, you know, sometimes you have all these notes and sometimes they just get totally ignored. It's like the notes are good to have, just you don't want to be stumped in any spot or have awkward pauses and stuff, especially on live radio in our case, but um, can't edit them out. But anyway, it's like, you know, you want to have that as an option, but at the same point, you don't want to be, you know, sort of felt feeling like you're you're stopped by your notes or they're holding you back. You want to allow that freedom to kind of go off topic and on tangents and stuff to make it more realistic and not feel like this very technical, professional thing. I think I think people can connect more more when it's uh, more conversational. Yeah, that's right. And I mean, you know, I have to you have to give credit for a lot of podcasters out there that that do these podcasts live. Uh, and you guys included. Uh, I mean, we we are not <laughs> we're not that good. Uh, we need to be edited. Uh, you know, we we just we tried to do a live show. Did we try to do a live show? No, I think not we did. yet. I was yeah, going to ask if you, know, you, you ever so been on the radio or done any live. We try, well, what? Yeah, we did. We tried to do one of our anniversary shows uh, one year. We tried to sort of do it an off the cuff. It wasn't. Yeah, it was live. It was, was live, it? wasn't it, guys? Hmm. Am yeah. I right about that? And, yeah, and it was terrible. It was terrible. <laughs> we didn't. We didn't actually air it. We just. We, just, we did not read. I gotta we find that one. We didn't. Yeah. Oh, so do I. Yeah. No. It's. It was. We. <laughs> We were just like, we're not going to edit this. We're just going to let it roll. Of course, that was an anniversary show, so we had some some uh, spirits. Uh, oh, tequila! I know you got oh, a tequila that then. show. Actually, <laughs> yes, you, that show. There's, there's a reason you don't remember it, Ryan. There is uh, indeed. Yes. <laughs> so, but it was just awful. It was terrible, and we just we we decided not to actually archive it and and actually put it into the podcast feed. You know, we tried to take like live live calls from listeners. It was just a disaster. Um, so. I mean, I, I have to give credit to to a lot of other podcasters out there that that are able to do that and still sound professional because uh, we just sound like you know, a bunch of meatheads if if we were to try to do it something live. But Ryan's determined; he he really does want to want to try a live show one of these days. So it'll it'll happen because he's very determined. <laughs> That's about- right. There will be no spirits involved. Yeah, well, that's something we don't get to do. Yeah, we don't really get to do that here in the studio. But But I love how you all celebrate things like anniversaries. Halloween. I was going to ask, yeah, is there anybody here that's particularly a fan of Halloween? Or it just, to me, felt like it was, it's a good chance to be silly and, you know, things. But I didn't know if if, if somebody really loves it in the the group here or. Halloween's my day. Yeah, all of you. Oh, yeah. Oh, I love Halloween. Well, Halloween, the Halloween show, this past one was, I think, one of the early ones that I guess co-hosted. Right, Ryan? Is that right? That was like one of the first. Was it? It, it was pretty close. I know it was near okay. the end of last year where I, where I started seeing yeah. lists yeah. Uh, appear up in the, in the yeah. show. And yeah, I think as a guest host the... originally. So I was like, oh, hopefully mm-hmm. you stick around. Hopefully you stay. You're not just a guest. because Yeah, like I was. De- yeah, that was during my guest host window. But uh, we were playing Never Have I Ever. And I, and I was like... <laughs> And I, and I remember saying like, shouldn't we have like, aren't we supposed to be drinking? And oh, they were, that's and, right. and that's when Ryan and, and Rob and Steve were like, oh gosh, she's going to fit right in. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we do, we do, I mean, with, with it being a weekly show, I mean, I, I guess we, we like to have these little self and I call them self-indulgent little uh, episodes uh, where we do just something stupid and silly and because we figure it's a good break for the audience um, and it's also fun for us to do. So um, like you know, my birthday week. That's, that's <laughs> right. Although that was a good show. Yeah. Uh, coming out next week. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So we, we, um, so we, I sometimes feel guilty about doing these shows because I feel like, do people really care to listen to a bunch of grown men talk about Halloween? Um, but you know, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, I guess it's our podcast. So we do what we want, but <laughs> yeah, no, totally. We, I mean, we started out actually before outlook with a, with our own podcast. It was it called ketchup on pancakes and that's a whole other, whole other story. But um, <laughs> it was a little bit more like that where you say where we just kind of, it was about creativity and humor and family, but it was very, a lot of it was sort of inside stuff that we like doing it, but we're like, would anyone care about this stuff? So we still have that podcast. We rarely do it since we started out. Like we just don't have the doing two podcasts is just 
I don't know who could do such two a thing. Two people doing two. <laughs> two yeah. doing two. But uh, it's one of the ones we do occasionally, like usually at the end of the year, we'll do one episode of Ketchup on Pancakes and we we'll call it by the fireside and do a year roundup. And sometimes right. we will have a, a couple beers and, and just kind of hang out. And we put them up on the same feed as Outlook now, just just to take a little break and, and have that that option as well. So. Well, I think that's the great that's the great thing about the podcast format is that um, you're really free to to do something like that because if if really if the audience isn't interested or whatever they're not they just go on to the next episode or listen to an older episode or you know you're not really tied to it's not like conventional media where you're sort of locked in for an hour watching this this show because that's that's the schedule. Um, people are really free to sort of to, to sort of lock into the episodes that they that they're interested in, and uh, yeah. So it, it really it gives you that it gives you that freedom, and I think that that's um, not only the the magic of the of the podcast platform in that giving it's it's giving everybody a voice, um, but it's it also really allows you to do some sort of some sort of really fun and creative things. Mm-hmm. Well, wow. so what about the pandemic, guys? When when that hit, uh, you were you know long way into it. You were experienced with the banter. What was it like there um, when that sort of came upon us all? But how did that affect the show and how you did it? You know, it's it's funny because the pandemic didn't really change things a whole lot for us. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the Canadian Assistive Technologies was was a home based business from the outset, and uh, I was to the point where I was thinking about getting a physical office space for the company just before the pandemic hit. <laughs> and I'm so glad I didn't because yeah. for the longest time, I, it would have been unusable space. But, um, you know, the we, we used to meet more in person uh, and, and record the podcasts in, in the guitar uh, dungeon. And obviously we couldn't do that anymore. So uh, it just went entirely online and carried on. It, it wasn't hard to do. It wasn't a big shift. Yeah, I mean that's kind of what I was what I was wondering because I imagine when you started this, I mean I guess Zoom was around in 2016, but you you didn't use Zoom for your podcast then, did you? No, I think we were using Skype whenever we had guests right uh, join us. Mm-hmm. But you did have more in person, uh, like t- you guys were together a bit more sometimes doing doing the show. Yeah, we would do the podcast around our lunch table in the office early on, and then like Steve mentioned over here at the Guitar Dungeon. And then when the pandemic hit, it was just a matter of getting everybody, you know, audio interfaces or USB headset mics and just making sure we had the, the right equipment. Yeah, yeah I, I think one of, one of the real challenges uh, during the, the early part of, of COVID was just finding topics to talk about. Because, you know, of course, the, the pandemic was the only thing that everybody was talking about. And, you know, things like, you know, the AT industry and and even, um, you know, a lot of a lot, a lot of a lot of advocacy really just stopped dead. Like everybody was just talking about the pandemic. So I know for a couple episodes, we were just like, OK, well, we'll talk about the pandemic and maybe the some of the impact that it's having um, on the community, on the disability community. But, you know, after a couple episodes, we're like, well, we, we don't, don't really want to talk about COVID anymore. People are getting sick of talking about COVID. So what are we going to what are we going to talk about? So I think that that's really the main thing that we we struggled with um, early on until we really kind of found our feet. Mm-hmm. But gosh, podcasting, it's I mean, even just since we started our Ketchup on Pancakes there in t- 2016, when you guys started AT Banter, podcasting has just exploded. It's become such a big thing, you know, and that's not for everybody, but the pandemic may have um, changed that. But of course, you know, the, the, what radio was when we were younger is um, podcasting is sort of blending in with that now and, and online. Uh, and another thing yeah. I think when the, when the pandemic started was... I mean, for us and our situation was a little different, but we had been doing live shows from the studio up until then. So it was a bit of a change for us. And then we also started to get a lot more guests. Originally, it was more just the two of us. And I think another thing that kind of happened during the pandemic, and I don't know if you noticed this at all, but with more and more people being at home, it was easier to book people because people were more around and more available than ever before. It's another thing I kind of noticed, but. uh, Yeah, absolutely. And then a couple other terms, too, that we yeah. we heard through the pandemic, Kara. I think you may want to mention well, those. Well, uh, so I got an email because I'm on your um, e- your email list, I guess, for Can Aztec. And uh, I guess on April 
uh, on April 1st, I got I got one of the emails that said, I guess you guys were doing something called an anti-gloom, or you called yourselves where you, did the guitar dungeon change to the anti-gloom Zoom room, or how did that term come? No, the the anti-gloom Zoom room was... That's uh, all through your company. It's, it's Yeah, it's, it's through the company, and yeah. uh, we, we do um, the anti-gloom Zoom room on Tuesday mornings, uh, 10 a.m. Pacific. Uh, so that'd be one one Eastern, uh, and uh, we also have a pub night that we do in the Anti Gloom Zoom Room on Thursdays at uh, five o'clock Pacific or eight Eastern. Um, and uh, okay. yeah, if you're on our mailing list, uh, people uh, get get the uh, link to that uh, room, and anybody's welcome to just pop in and, and uh, join it. Uh, if you want to sign up for it, uh, if you go to canastech.com, right at the bottom of the page, there's a little link down there to sign up if you want to get on our mailing list. But yeah, we, we kept that running right through the uh, right through the entire pandemic, and then uh, April 1st, uh, announced the end of it. Big announcement. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, and uh, people freaked out. <laughs> Which was good because it was an April Fool's gag, and uh, yeah, it's oh, uh, still running. I often get fooled yeah. by that. You know what, me? Yeah, I, I admit I'm gullible in a lot of ways. In, in, in those moments where things catch me off guard, I know April Fool's Day good. is coming up, and I see that, and I'm like, oh, really? Well, I guess this. I guess the pandemic's sort of easing off. Maybe the oh, right, what the freaking mm-hmm. of the day. A good a good so. childhood friend of ours well played. posted, I saw it right in the morning too, so I was a little out of it, but he said something about, now uh, Apple, you have to pay for voiceover on your iPhone. I knew the day would come, and I, I fell for it at first, but uh, <laughs> 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 he got me on that one. Oy. And then another thing you were doing, maybe before the pandemic, but specifically I noticed it then, was these, where you referred to as good news shows, and uh, that's another thing I thought was a really neat idea. Actually, yeah, and that was, I think that was born actually out of the, the pandemic. That was something, I think, or maybe we maybe we did some shows pre, pre-pandemic. No, I, think, I think that was a pandemic thing. I think we found, yeah. so we got, we got to do some good news. That's right. Yeah, I think that was mainly Steve's brainchild. Uh, he was just like, you know what, we're, we're sick of talking about the pandemic and all the doom and gloom. So let's, let's just do a show where we just talk about like good news. Um, whether that be, you know, it, it, within the disability community or even outside, just just something to just sort of help brighten people's week. Uh, and so, yeah, it was that was a, a, a great idea, too. And it's it's, uh, you know, certainly outlasting. I'm sure we'll be doing another one soon because I don't think we've done it, done one for a while. But, um, yeah, you know, again, it's it's these peppering peppering our feed with sort of these special little shows, I think, uh, helps helps hopefully keep things interesting and, and keeps the, the audience engaged and is, is fun for us. Yeah. So what, what, um, coming up for AT Banter, do you guys have anything coming up you want to announce or are you sneak peeks or anything? Oh, it's too early. You guys. Ah. <laughs> That's okay. We don't need to quiz you. Yeah, well. no, we've got shows booked till the middle of June now. So, yeah. Uh, we have an anniversary show that we're recording this week. Um, and we can talk about the, the show that we're dropping this week. Yeah, sure. go ahead, Liz. Live. Yeah, we're talking to yeah. Trevor Thomas, who is also known as The Blind Hiker. And uh, he is the only blind person to through trek the Appalachian Trail, which is well, over 2,000 wow. miles. Right, Mexico so, to Canada? Uh, or no, no goes from on the East Coast. Jo- Yes, it goes from Georgia up to Maine. Right. I read an article recently in, I think, Outside Magazine or something about that that uh, trail. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's, our, you know, honestly, like, that's my that's my personal favorite thing about the podcast is is just the, the amount of learning that you do when you talk to so many different people um, in the community and, and different organizations. You're constantly, constantly learning stuff. Um, and uh, it's it's it is it's just so personally rewarding. Absolutely, and uh, for anyone who has been listening or is just tuning in, you, we are speaking today with the crew from the AT Banter podcast. That's Rob, Ryan, Steve, and Liss. And you you talk about learning so much, and unfortunately, we are we are kind of tight on time here. Although we can go a couple minutes over, but we should consider wrapping these up sometime. You know, I don't know how many, how long, I don't know how long you guys have gone. I, obviously, you're on on the radio, so it's not maybe as much of a concern always. But I try to keep our podcast around an hour. I think maybe sometimes it goes to two hours. But um, the one, the one recent ones that I thought 
some of the recent ones I thought were interesting and, you know, I learned a lot too and I think it's really great that you're covering are these, this three-part episodes that you've done recently on ableism and I actually listened to part one this morning and I don't know if you guys want to, again, that's another term that I, this podcast made me think of and I've been saying it a lot today is, is referring to you as guys, but we have lists, <laughs> we have lists here <laughs> yeah. and it's one of those ones yeah. that I get it that, you know, I'm, I'm not the most offended by words and stuff, but I get that it's, it's not that simple and there's so many people out there. And so it's all trying to change the vocabulary and guys is one that I've actually thought about before listening to your show today, that it's a word I want to try to stop using. But if you've listened today, I've been saying it quite a bit and I keep trying not to. Call Um, them the crew. Yeah. So yeah, maybe. I think think when it comes to certain words and, you know, being the only non guy in the guys reference when we talk about the podcast i i think it really comes down to the person because i don't take offense to it because i in for me and i and i only speak for myself and my situation i see it as almost like a term of endearment that i'm just one of them mm-hmm. that i don't see it necessarily as a gender term but as a you know i'm one of the crew one of the guys um but it may some for someone else it may not be a word that they are comfortable with so i think it really is it's 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 so hit or miss in terms of you know who's receiving that word and who who that word is being applied to mm-hmm. well like we yeah, say just- ableism is one of those topics that's that's one of the serious things you cover on the show uh but uh it mixes with everything else but yeah it's uh everybody has a different interpretation well, and that's an, that's a, it, those are interesting shows too, because a lot of times we will sit around and, and really want to learn more. Um, and sometimes that's the, that's the inspiration behind shows. We'll, we'll be like, well, you know, why don't we, why don't we talk about ableism, find some people, like find some people who are doing work in that space, bring them on to, to talk about it and actually explain it to us because sometimes, you know, when, when, uh, you know, all these hot topics come up and you have a lot of people um, engaging in these conversations back and forth, you, you do want some clarity. And, and I, and I think that the way that we feel about that is that if we want clarity, then probably there are, there are people in the audience that would feel the same way. Um, and so that, you know, that's kind of what we, we try to provide on those episodes. And, you know, we've got, we've got some other, uh, things I think on, on the, uh, the back burner that we're going to try to pull the trigger on in terms of shows that, that warrant multiple episodes, um, to just talk about and have more of a round table discussion, um, about them. Yeah, we love those. We've done a few of those on Kelly and Company ourselves and just have panels and, and you know, diverse, um, varied opinions and experiences. Well, I love banter. I love the word. Uh, I, I'm a writer, so I love, you know, there are certain words that uh, just grab me and banter is one of them. Uh, so today we've been talking with the crew from AT Banter and I wanted to kind of end on a fun little rapid fire game if you guys are up for it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> nothing embarrassing. We're on the radio. We never have I ever. Lied. No, we're not. We won't, we won't play that game. I'm ready. <laughs> uh, but uh, we again, thanks for listening, everyone, today, and thanks, guys, for being here. Uh, list included. Uh, <laughs> the game we're going to play to end off the show today, uh, and you guys can get on with your Mondays. Thanks again. Is we're going to ask each of you to give um, a word or uh, you know take a minute and pick something you'd say about I think we're going to pick the uh, other person on the crew for you to because it might take a while if, if, if all of you do it for everybody so we're just going to pick one for each and then go and give us uh, you know a good way to describe that person or something oh, that uh, you think of when you think of them you want to go first Brian? Sure so let's 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 start with let's start with Ryan and I'll, I'll uh, see what what would you what would you say if if I were to give you the name Liss and what would you say about Liss? Uh, in one word, um, or a few, or if, if it's a few words, that's okay. Whatever too. comes out. <laughs> Perspective. A lot of money riding on this. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Perspective, um, preparedness, intelligent. Great. Sounds like that makes her a great I, addition. I love it. Very positive. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Man. Nice. We're trying to... going to go downhill from there. Oh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, it's good. It's good to start at the top of the hill. I'm working way down. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay. Well, let's then give Liz, um, Steve. Okay. Candid, okay. spontaneous, snarky. <laughs> See, here we go. <laughs> awesome. So, so He's good. good. All right, so then let's move on to Steve, and I'll get you to oh. do Rob. Oh, oh. Mm. Uh, supremely positive. Ooh. Oh, yeah. That's, that's true. Mm. Nice. Mm. Interesting. I try to stay pretty optimistic. That's, that's so true. nice I'm that the, you didn't I am say... I the optimist of the show. Yes, you are. Awesome. But Steve, Steve was thinking speech impediment. <laughs> no, Steve was just like, oh, I'm on radio. I can't actually say what I'm actually thinking. Yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe we'll do this someday on Ketchup on Pancakes and uh, you guys can be a little more. Uh... Wow. So who are we left with, Bri? <laughs> we lost, Did we you lose track of the game? Yeah, here, we, forgot, we forgot the order here. Maybe I'm, uh, I don't think I had to key I think you've got Rob, Rob left to do something. Yeah, Rob is right. the last one to go. Okay. Oh, so you got to pick who Rob, who Rob is, yeah. is going for. Okay. There might have been some overlap. It's your turn, Kay. I know. I, Just trying to think it through. <laughs> pick a, pick someone for Rob to go. We've covered every, we've yeah. covered everyone. Yeah. I'm ready. Okay. Uh, Ryan. Uh, okay. You know what? Heart. He's the heart and the passion of the show. He's the one that gets fired up about things. Uh, so yeah, I'm going to go with heart. <laughs> Oh, I love well, it. I would have thought cranky, grumpy. <laughs> it, all ties in. it all ties in. You can be honest on live radio. But he does it with heart. He's cranky no, he with heart. He's, pas he's passionate. There he's go. very passionate about his beliefs. And, and yes, Thank he is you. cranky. And there's Rob's optimism coming through. That's right. That's true. Yeah, see, if we talk to you long oh. enough and have enough banter, we see these things come out in, in, yes. in what you guys true say. Colors. So Awesome. Wow, so so great! It's so awesome to have such a such a cool group of uh, folks on the show today. It makes things so so fun and so lively on a Monday morning. I'm pumped yeah. now for the week. I'm ready to ready to rule the world here. I think <laughs> I don't Brian's know. Brian's got to get back to his music show, which he also does here at Radio West. Yeah, I spend a lot of uh, hours and hours throughout the week discovering you know thirty songs a week and thirty new albums and bands and all this stuff. So oh, it's man. a wow. it's another passion for me here. So oh, that's and a hey, big one. go Maple Leafs. <laughs> Uh oh! Oh, stop it! You can't I'm, say that. I'm a Blue Jay. I'm a Blue Jays baseball guy. I'm not. Uh... Hey, tonight, game one. Come on! Oh, Brian! It's, it's more oh. in our family. Our family's never been a Toronto. Yeah. I don't really, honestly, have an opinion. But it's it's because my dad and brother were never Maple Leaf fans. So I guess I'm following the crowd, which maybe isn't the best. I should think I'm be my own. Yeah. Be, make my own decisions here, right? But. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Steve, Steve is very silent. He he has nothing to say good about the Maple Leafs right now. So. Well, I, I'm just I'm just you know thankful there's other Canadian teams right now. <laughs> yeah, at least with hockey, I guess you have quite a few choices there. Because you got to support the Canadian teams when you're this side of the border. You got to totally. If it if it comes down to the Leafs, I will support the Leafs. But uh, typically, uh, the the uh, the Leafs are always playing my second favorite team. <laughs> Well, Liz, Liz, I have a, a feeling on the next episode of AT Banter that they may quiz you on the um, words for O Canada. Just a feeling. Oh, I know. That's a better great be, idea. Better be ready. <laughs> yeah, it's Wednesday. You got two days. You better yeah, start. we were thinking oh, of a topic for that show. We got oh. one now. Thanks, Carrie. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to open the show yeah, with thanks, with, Carrie. <laughs> Liz. Just trying to stir up a little trouble in AT Banter. Some ideas, <laughs> our national anthem. I love it. Uh, well, well, fun. Thanks, guys. So much to cover. So atbanter.com. Uh, is there anything else that we didn't touch on today that you would like to mention? Obviously, I know you also have an email address. Perhaps you'd like to give that out. Or anything else that we missed? Any episodes in particular that we didn't mention that you think? Any any maybe highlight episodes or anything you'd recommend? I mean, they're all great. I think I just want to dig into the feed and listen to so much more. So. Yeah, I mean, I'd certainly uh, welcome anyone just to dig into the feed. Yeah throw on whatever whatever interests you I, I guess the the benefit of doing 280 however many episodes that, that we've we've done so far is just that uh, there's we try to we try to make something for everyone so uh, if they want to email us uh, by all means we love email they go right to Ryan so he's very lonely during uh, most work days so he loves getting email so that's uh, cowbell at 
<laughs> oh yeah, we didn't really ask. We didn't ask about the cowbell yet either. Atbanter.com. Yeah, that's a whole. We'll have to. We'll have to come back and and fill everybody in on, there on you the, go. Uh, the yes. cowbell thing. Bit of a cliffhanger there for for next time. That's right. It's yeah. I'm tickling the audience with a feather. Uh, we'll get them back. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks, guys. Everybody should go check out your podcast because it's it's chock full and it's full of banter, which yes. I love. So much banter. So go to atbanter.com. And thanks, everyone, for coming on Outlook today. And we'd oh, love to have you back you. sometime. I'm, I'm actually still trying to figure out the CD player because I'm yeah. switching up the theme here on, on a CD. So I'm playing the wrong the wrong music there. But uh, I think I got things straight now. Isn't live, isn't live radio fun? But... uh Yes, it is. Steve and Rob and Ryan and Liz, thank you very much for coming and bantering with us. Thanks, thank you. Send us an email. Outlook on Radio Western at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter at Outlook CFB. And on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Outlook on Radio Western.